Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing very well. I am about to enter vacation mode in two days. Uh, Boom. <laughs> so That's I'm pretty exciting. excited. And this, this was a fun week. Uh, we're going to talk about that. So before we do, let's let's start with follow-up because uh, a lot of stuff happened uh, since last week. Uh, a lot of We got a lot of feedback from last episode. Yeah. People were mad. <laughs> were they? <laughs> no. Uh, no. I just got a bunch of tweets like from people telling me how wrong I was. But other hmm. than that, um, I ha- also I had a lot of people who agreed. Yeah, most of them <laughs> just replied to me directly, uh, which uh-huh. I guess good for them um but yeah so the first one that i want to address uh is from friend of the show mac cormier i don't know if it's a french sounding name i mean it it is at least Uh, i don't know if that's how you pronounce it yeah mac (laughs) we both i think we both met mac i'm a mac and i'm a pc (laughs) hey hey you don't have my belt god damn it (laughs) ding um yeah uh so he uh, wrote a tweet to us, uh, and he was basically following up on the conversation on Electron Apps, and he brought a really good point, which is Electron Apps don't recognize Wacom tablets, <laughs> mm. which is pretty problematic if you use a Wacom tablet uh, for your day-to-day work. So apparently Slack is the only reason why he still needs his mouse, which is like ridiculous, right? Like. <laughs> Why in the world? I did not know that. Yeah, me either. And I guess, I don't know, is there a lot of people using Wacom tablets anymore or, or what? Because like, I feel like oh, there has to be a lot, still a lot of people using those, but we never hear them complaining about it. So I don't know what's up. Maybe they're just polite. <laughs> they don't like to complain. <laughs> they're all Canadians. Wacom users. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I I assumed I never used a Wacom tablet like regularly. I tried it some, but I never used it myself. Right. Um, I assumed that it, it worked like system wide. You know, like you could control the cursor with it, kind of. Apparently mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I I'm I definitely have I know nothing about this. So, well, so the best way mm. to use a a Wacom tablet is to uh, use the mode so that. Basically, the space that you have on your tablet perfectly maps to your screen. So mm. being on the top top left corner, like goes to the top left corner. Touching on the top right corner goes to the top right corner. So that's interesting. Yeah, I I used it so for. It was- I used one for a while. Um, it was a long time ago when I was doing a lot more Photoshop work. Still on the Electron app uh, follow up thing, I said that Spotify was an Electron app. It's not. Sorry, <laughs> right? It's uh, it's like a, it's a web wrapper JavaScript thing. It's not like Electron. Okay. Sorry, huh? Well, <laughs> um, and honestly, like most of the argument of people that were sort of against our argument that Electron apps were bad were basically pointing out at like, no, but look, this this I know about all the the examples you mentioned, but this app, this this one is performant. Uh, therefore, all uh, electron apps are good. So, yeah, I don't know. Like Personally, um, the example that one person gave was code. Oh, is that the Microsoft uh, thing? The IDE? I, no, I think that one is from Adobe. Oh, gosh, we'll get more, more follow-up next week. 
Yes, I think it's their kind of like lightweight editor. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. Like, I'm not arguing that y- you could probably create one that is very simple, but also performant. But I think a lot of the apps that we, that like the big apps that we use are not. And, and I think that in general, Electron just makes it way harder. doesn't make it impossible uh but i think it it places the uh like the effort required to make an electron app be performant is greater than uh most of the companies are willing to invest uh time in it yeah i think that's it about electron next up is uh oh yeah follow up on one thing that we talked about uh which is uh the stories happening everywhere uh, and one of the suggestions that I made that I was like just make those sync this would solve all my problems and so Eric said that and I quote one thing to consider with Facebook syncing stories across apps is that people have very different audiences in different apps uh, there are things you might want uh, cool friends on Instagram to see but not your parents teachers employers on Facebook and I completely agree uh, and I think this this was my fault for um I guess not being clear enough about how like the implementation details on how I think this should work exactly, but I think this should be opt in, right? So that you'd by default they would not sync, and that it would be something that as a user you can enable if you want to, and you could basically select which of the services you want to sync together. Because I think I, I completely agree. Like some people have different audiences. I personally don't really mind like. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is most, and even Messenger is pretty much all the same audience. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really care. I don't post anything that I wouldn't want anyone to to see. So, yeah, that makes sense. You're not one of those um, who syncs. Uh, well, not sync. Uh, auto posts on Facebook. What do you tweet? You know that thing. Yeah. So I don't do that mainly for the reason that I tend to tweet a lot. And the a lot of people that are on my Facebook are old friends that are not into design or tech. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so most of it would just not be interesting to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, this I think the content and story is more interesting to them than my tweets. Speaking of stories, uh, I tweeted something last week. I saw that. And... Yeah, you and a, a bunch of people. Apparently. I mean, but the the weird thing for me was that um, I was super busy on that day and didn't look Twitter for almost all day. Uh, and mm-hmm. then you started tw- uh, uh, iMessaging me a bunch of stuff. And I was like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Right. And like, yeah, like I'm getting interviewed for my tweets and everything. I was like, what? <laughs> what? what happened? Uh, and then I went and looked. And obviously uh, the tweets were hilarious. Um, so yeah, do you want to tell us, uh, what the tweets were and how that happened? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. So if you haven't uh, listened to the latest episode, you should, but we, last week we talked about stories and how Facebook is putting stories everywhere and how I'm an old man and I don't get it. So, uh, the next day or whatever, I was, um, like in the morning because I live in Europe, like in my mornings, nothing happens on Twitter, right? Uh, but I saw this tweet of someone tweeted, um, I should, we should find the, the link and put it in the show notes. Someone tweeted about um, putting stories in Excel. Uh, and that was super funny. And that's like the tweet. I want to give him credit because that's what inspired <laughs> me to do that. So 
I thought it was hilarious and like, hey, well, what if we put stories like everywhere, literally everywhere? Right. So I picked a bunch of apps. It was funny because there were apps that I thought about, but I didn't want to do it because it was too real. Like mm. messages, stories on your message, messages. Like that's a thing right. that Apple could do. So I, I try to find like apps that it wouldn't be very, like it, it's apparent that it's a joke, right? <laughs> so stuff like settings and uh, maps. Uh, so I, I mocked it up three or four, I don't remember. And then because I, I didn't want to tweet that in my morning because everyone in the Bay Area is asleep, <laughs> I, I was holding on to those tweets to wow. tweet them on the afternoon. <laughs> uh, pro marketing <laughs> guru. <laughs> and yeah, and then someone tweeted something that was like, oh shit, yeah, right, I got to put this out there. And I tweeted a bunch of them, like a thread, a tweet storm, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> And it got picked up pretty fast. It was pretty fast. Um, it got around, like, because I tweeted three or four, um, like, the, the stats are spread across all. But I got around, um, like, 2,000 uh, likes and, like, f I don't know, 2,000 or 3,000 uh, retweets. That's pretty good. Something like that. It it was like I'm. It's nothing like I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't. I don't. My tweets don't do this well, <laughs> by any means. <laughs> so it got picked up, and and then for some weird, crazy reason, reporter Jake Kastrenakes. Kastrenakes. Uh, wow, this is just getting worse. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's a news editor at The Verge. He got in touch saying, "Hey, like those tweets were funny, and we're kind of like." to write a small piece on them. And so I got um, published on The Verge. Well, not published. I didn't write the, the, the article, but I w it was mentioned on The Verge, which that's the crazy part. Um, yeah, that's that super was fun. cool. That was, <laughs> it's the that was modern fun. equivalent of being in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, right? I know. It was, it was, it was so fun. Uh, Jake, by the way, he was awesome in... Like he asked me for some comments and like he asked me like uh, we're wondering what prompted you to make all of those tweets and your thoughts on the the spread of the stories format. So it was very like balanced and well written and it, it was not like cliche dirty um, I don't know marketing push trying to get a comment or whatever. It was well yeah. thought it was like a conversation you know which is like it's crazy that that's too much to ask for nowadays. <laughs> so Jake that was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good article. It was, it was. We're going to put a link in the show notes if you haven't seen that. And and then remember your, when you went viral with that slipping on the ice tweet video thing? Yeah. Uh, how we talked about, you were, you, you were telling us how unusable your phone becomes um, when something like that happens. Um, that happened to me immediately and I, <laughs> I totally got what you were saying. Like the phone... Um, like I, I don't have notifications for likes, but I do have for retweets and uh, new followers, uh, which I, uh, I know it's crazy when, but it, when you don't have them. No, I also have those. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but, but you're, but you're going to hear from, but you're going to hear from all the people who think you're crazy for having those. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. I'm too <laughs> egocentric and all. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> but no, I think it's totally reasonable. I want. I'm interested in the people who follow me. I want to know who these people are. Yeah, I I check almost every. Well, no, not not really. But like I I check a lot of people who follow me to see. Hey, who who's that? Right? Like yeah. it could be something 
someone cool, someone that I know, and I'm like, hey. So I keep an eye on them. Uh, but yeah, when that tweet, when those tweets went out, the phone becomes completely unusable. Even <laughs> if you try and just to use it, the banner keeps going up and down and yeah. buzzing. So I had to turn notifications off for everything and just leave it for like two days. Uh, and then it's just, I haven't turned them back on, but now it's it's manageable. Now it's usable. Right. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, these these things go super viral and then suddenly just drop off. Yeah. And it's like internet, all of a sudden man. back to normal. Fast paced. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing yeah. I noticed, uh, you got a tweet from MKBHD. I mean, I don't think it was a direct reply to you, but it was a direct no. reply to the Verge article. I think so. Yes. I think because I used MKBHD uh, yeah. profile picture. And, Which is pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> it was, that was cool. That was cool. And also, for some weird reason, another um, person that I used the profile picture is Craig. Craig uh, Adams, I think. Uh, he's like a, he's a, a vlogger that a video filmmaker, whatever, <laughs> a YouTuber. And I like, I really <laughs> enjoy right. his work and like he followed me and we kind of like got a back and forth conversation. Cool. That was fun. That's awesome. Right. So even just for that, that was cool. The whole thing was super cool. I nice. enjoyed it. I wish I could do this more often. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> to be that's... honest, the, the next tweets, like after those and I got like I don't know 200 300 new followers like I was like oh shit like my next tweet it has to be dope right like yeah. I can't just go back to hey look at this off-centered pixel you know <laughs> yeah and then that's so disappointing when your next tweet has like two likes <laughs> I know <laughs> it's like well that train that that ship is sailed but anyway. <laughs> But but yeah, my also my reaction when I got the crazy tweet uh, was can't wait for all these new followers to see what my normal tweets are like, which is me <laughs> complaining about stuff or uh, talking about typography or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yours was even more of a shock because you know the oh, tweet yeah. that got picked up. It had nothing to do with design. Like mine, it was like the new followers that I got, they were like designeries or Yeah, you know, I think tech he, people. You usually. probably got better followers than I did mm. through through <laughs> that. But whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah, the the problem you have to be careful about is like if you try to recreate something that's viral, you're never gonna be able to do it. So you can keep chasing that forever, or you can just do cool shit and then once in a while it'll yeah maybe hit something i can't force anything uh i have to say you have uh missed an opportunity uh the uh-huh. you just see the person who ripped you off which i guess also ripped <laughs> off the person who inspired you but i think the putting stories in one password was very funny uh very good app mm-hmm. to put that in mm-hmm. and I think I was trying to think like, okay, what other apps would this be really funny in? Uh, I was thinking maybe Mint <laughs> would have been funny. Do you know Mint? Mint? Yeah. No, I don't know Mint. <laughs> what? Uh, so Mint is like a, <laughs> a financial app where you basically okay. put in your okay. bank credentials and it gives you reports on how much you're spending. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I see that. So yeah, that, that would have been hilarious. Okay. But, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, I got some, some people jumping in and, you know, getting on a bandwagon. Like, 
So that one password, uh, he didn't mention me, so I was not really aware. Uh, you actually right. brought it up. But yeah, I saw some people like replying to those tweets saying, hey, what about this or what about that? I saw one on the clock app. And to be honest, after the tweets got picked up and I was like getting a lot of traction, like in the following hour, let's say, right. I was like, hey, I should do more. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> but it was like, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain type of thing. I was like, no, let's <laughs> don't nice. push it. <laughs> Enjoy what you have going on right now. Uh, so... You're officially the hero of uh, stories. <laughs> I died remake. a hero of. Yes, yes. Okay, before we continue, we still have a lot of follow up, and there's a big, big surprise. Something that I have to tell you. All right. Um, all right. Uh, we don't have a sponsor this week. No. But, but uh, I feel like we have something that it's it's not better, but it's pretty fun. Uh, uh, we're doing another giveaway. Boom. Insert giveaway theme song. I don't think we. <laughs> I don't think we have one. We should. I want a theme song for everything. Um, um, hey, uh, I am giving away a pair of sketch socks to our listeners. One of our listeners. <laughs> so, if you don't know, uh, I think I want to say back in November. Sketch, the guys at Sketch Bohemian Coding, they printed a limited edition of socks with, you know, cute uh, Sketch logos on it. And it's pretty fun and cute. We're going to put a link in, a link in the show notes or a picture. Can we embed a picture so people can just look yeah. at it? Some, we can do that. Thing. Okay. Okay, we can do that. Let's do that. Uh, so scroll. You see those socks? We're going to give one <laughs> pair away. <laughs> For a second, I thought we were going to give out one sock. <laughs> But yeah, just the one. Yes, one. We're gonna send. Uh, you have to be really lucky to have the two of them. <laughs> so, uh, how? What do you have to do? You just have to leave us uh, an, a review on iTunes. Can we link to that as well? I don't know if you can. Like a link uh, to go to iTunes I don't review. Know. I'll I'll try to put a so, link to the App Store or I guess iTunes Store page mm, or uh, mm. for the podcast. Um, but yeah. I, it, it might have to like switch it to your, your language, uh, and country. <laughs> okay. So I don't yeah, know. I don't know we'll how figure podcasts it out. work, but yeah, exactly. Just leave us a review on iTunes, hopefully positive, but <laughs> I can't force it to do anything. So you can do whatever you want, but leave us yeah. a, a review on iTunes. Uh, so people you can, can put a negative this. one, but we, we can't promise you're going to win. <laughs> That's fair. Let's just throw that that out there. And so in in two weeks, so I don't know when this is going to come out. Well, Wednesday. Like in two weeks' time, um, we are going to go through all the reviews that were posted during this time span, and we're going to pick one, like the our favorite one. And then we're going to get in touch with you. Uh, we're going to announce it here on the, on the show, and, and, and then I'll send you a pair of the sketch socks. Boom. Which, by the way, I... I'm using one. They're super comfy and cute. Yeah, they are really awesome. And they're also a special edition, right? You can't buy them anymore. So Yeah, I don't think you can. Yeah. Get right on that. Boom. Super <laughs> special edition. Okay, that, that was it. Cool. Our sponsor. <laughs> All right. Uh, next item in the follow-up is, uh, remember, was it last week or the one? I think it was the one before when we talked about possible Apple events for mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. March. And I was like, there's no way they're going to announce the new iPad Pro 
or uh, the new <laughs> iPad Pro in a press release. Well, I was both right and wrong. So they did release a bunch of products as a press release, but they didn't release an iPad Pro. They released a disappointing iPad that is thicker and crappier, uh, but cheaper uh, <laughs> than the other models. Is it thicker and crappier than the iPad Air 2? Yes. No. Yeah. Is it? What? Yeah, so no. they, they reverted back to the uh, thickness of the original Air. So it is thicker. So, yeah, but it's cheaper. So <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's good about this is that there's now more differentiation between the iPad Pro and the non-Pro and that they now have a iPad as a at a like lower price tier, uh, which is always mm-hmm. good. Uh, people using it for mostly con, uh, consumption, like that is the right device for them. They don't need the keyboard. They don't need the pencil. So, yeah, I th- honestly think that's a fine device. Uh, it's just like kind of a boring announcement. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love the, the web page, by the way, the marketing page. Oh, yeah, I love it, too. Yeah, oh, typography is on point. Yeah, it's one of the first ones where they use the, the, the new like San Francisco styles with like bolder type. The, even the line icons are a stro- uh, bigger like stroke width. And that just looks awesome. They're thicker. Like the iPad. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, huge thumbs up to the, the people who designed this page. Uh, I think it's amazing. They also released a Christmas phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I iPhone 7 product red. Yeah, I've been looking at the pictures. I feel like everything has been said. Yeah, yeah, I've been looking at the pictures, and I have to say, I do not want it. <laughs> no. This thing is not for me. I see the appeal. But yeah, well, everyone is saying, oh, but they should have a black front. Yep. I subscribe to that sentiment. Yeah. I also think that it would be the MKBHD edition. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I have, like, I'm really, I'm I'm curious to see one in, like, in person, in real life. Right. Uh, to see how shiny or how matte it is. I can't really put my finger on it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ding. Ah, the bell. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm curious. I, I want to see it. And part of me, I, I heard this somewhere. I don't, I don't know if it was ATP or upgrade. I, I don't know. Uh, someone said this, so uh, this is not new. But uh, I am kind of. Um, I think, I think the iPhone colors are getting boring. The, the gold and the rose gold and the silver and the, well, the new blacks they are pretty awesome. I have to say. Yeah. But those older ones, like they're boring. I don't care for them anymore i kind of wish we would have imagine an iphone line uh we would all of them would have the jet finish the jet black finish but it would be in different colors so yeah like, you know yeah, black, look red, awesome. white kind of like the iphone the 5c uh edition mo- mo- model whatever yeah and 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 even the 5c was inspired by like the i think it was the nokia the windows phone or something oh. do you remember those that have like the bright colored back and the black mm-hmm. front and those look awesome and then the like, os would match yeah right? yeah, yeah like and to, to me like Lumia, those are the only other phones that ever looked great like compared to the iphone um mm. so yeah i would love if apple did, did more of that but red is really not for me <laughs> feels too much like a christmas phone and what else what else uh well they also released a clips app 
I don't. I really don't have much to say about it. But well, they didn't release it. They announced Annou- it. They announced it's it. Sorry, it, right? Yes, correct. Which I feel like kind of goes and you know hand to hand with what we were talking about before the snaps the stories format then the this is kind of like it right it's it's an app to record video and add filters and stickers and things on top of it and then share it which i think it's an interesting point that apple is not trying finally not trying to push its own social network type of thing so this is uh, an app just to create content and then its intent is to share it Instagram, Snapchat, uh, whatever you want to share it to. Right. Um, so that is good, but I don't know. I don't, I have to try it, to be honest. I have to try it. I don't, I, I, I don't have high hopes for this, like to be like mass adoption type of thing. I don't yeah. see people using this. One thing that was weird, weird to me, at least, um, is the fact that this app records Square video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's for Instagram, right? Yeah, but I almost feel like poor Apple. Like, didn't anyone tell tell you the memo? Like, it's it's all about <laughs> portrait now. Like, square Square Media is over. It's for the old what people about the, uh, sharing the... on like proper Snapchat. Everyone's posting to stories now. <laughs> so. What about that that marketing page? Isn't it so weird? Uh, yeah. It's like Apple trying to be fun and trendy and you know youth, but they can't they can't help the fact that they are super classy. They are classy as shit, Apple style. And they like if you want to be classy in like like luxurious type of well, not really luxurious, but you know like on point, clean thing, no like ornaments, like minimal, clean to the point, and then. They want to try to be youthful and playful and add like stickers and emoji, and it <laughs> it feels it looks a bit forced. Like that's not you're not playing home. Like that's yeah. not your playing field. I don't know if that's an expression. I don't know. We'll I'm see. American. I'm definitely looking forward to trying the, out the app. Uh, mm-hmm. It sounds yeah, interesting. Like the the idea of uh, using voice to like add basically captions to your videos sounds yes. really interesting it's a really smart and clever idea i can totally see how uh some people are going to use that and and create great things with it so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to seeing this out in the wild a part of me really feels like it this is uh voice memos uh, or music memos part two Mm-hmm. Uh, which is probably going to be like a app that somehow gets released like this and never updated again. <laughs> but who knows? Uh, I hope that this is going to be successful for them because it does sound interesting. And there's some interesting ideas too uh, with like the smart sharing and like recognizing the people that are in, in your footage to sh- share it with them, that kind of stuff. Like, Here's the thing. Here's, here's what I'm trying to figure out. What would success look like for this app well i mean they probably have a certain number of users that they want to reach or downloads what what but. what's the goal is people using this to post content to instagram like that it then instagram like you said like this wouldn't work for um i'm assuming for stories <laughs> this keeps coming back because you know it's not even the right um format the the ratio of the, the, yeah. the picture of the well video so 
You know what I mean? Like, what's the best case scenario for this? A lot of people record videos and share it on iMessage. <laughs> Why is that important not. for Apple? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, which which brings another question, right? Like, how did this get made and released? <laughs> like, what what are they trying to do here? Like, are they trying to bring more people to the iPhone? I I highly doubt that people buy an iPhone because of this app, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't no, know. This yeah. is super strange to me. And also, the timing is weird too. Why even release it with that? Like, it just doesn't. I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's weird. Um. Yeah, I I do like Apple taking time to do more of these experiments, though. Mm. I would love for them to release like a new app every every quarter like just release out a new brand new idea that tackles something totally different that we've never seen before like that'd be great and that'd be fun i still give them a kudos for trying something here (laughs) we'll see if it's successful my gut says probably not but (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh we'll see all right let's move on i had some follow out for uh (laughs) a show that we keep talking about uh, which is bread time. Uh, they talked about the touch bar in the l- latest episode. I haven't listened to it yet. All right. Well, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. One of them likes it and one, <laughs> one of them doesn't. Okay. So I wanted to add uh, additional comments because I've been using the touch bar for a while and I like it personally, but I think I like it in for a different reason than most people usually are looking for. I like it because I think it looks cool. <laughs> that's basically. And to me that's that's the main function of the touch bar. It's not to prove to be like a huge time saver or anything. It it should just look, look cool and it makes me enjoy using my computer. I like seeing the little touch bar reactions and like tapping on the little button even though that's not as efficient as doing the other way around. It's just nice. It's, it is nice to use. Um, so I like it. And I found that for most of the time, it's like kind of a wash over the normal buttons. It, it's more or less the same. But in certain apps like Keynote, being able to jump back and forth between different slides and be able to like scroll through is amazing. And for that feature alone, I think it's worth it. Similarly, I think uh, being able to have the scrubber for Final Cut, like that's a really cool use case. So there are a few really good moments, or also in Pixelmator, when you're using the brush, you can resize the brush on the fly right from the keyboard. That's really great. Mm-hmm. But so cool. I like I think for the most part, it's not gonna <laughs> like change the world or anything, uh, but it is a nice improvement. And one of the things that we're talking about on Breadtime was this seems like a feature that was made for non-pro users. So why isn't it on the the MacBook? Uh, and why did they introduce it on the MacBook Pro first? And they were saying like Pro should be for professionals, and and then this feature is not for professionals. But I that's think that's like it's just not. Yeah, it's just not really the case. The in Apple like parlance pro stands for 
a bit nicer. Um, this is mm-hmm. something that Gruber has one. said for a long time. Uh, and I think it's true, mm-hmm. right? So the MacBook Pro is is just like the MacBook, but nicer. And so the touch bar is one of the features that makes it nicer. Uh, at least for some people like me who like it. But uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I haven't been bothered by the escape key or anything like that. It's totally fine with me. I've uh, adjusted and I really like it. And I don't have any opinions on it <laughs> because I don't have one. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, you, you'll get one soon. You know right? what I do have? Uh, no, not right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't even know how to say this, dude, because I feel like you're gonna you're gonna mock me. Hmm. But um, I bought a switch. <laughs> Of course, of course. Can, can we put in like a, a like and insert a clip from like what, what was it two shows ago, two or three shows oh, ago when, when I told you we're definitely getting one and you were just in denial. So. So it's even worse, and I, I'm admitting to this. I'm admitting to it. But the first time we talk about a Switch, I'm like, I'm not going to get it. And you're like, you're totally going to get it. And then the episode after that one, I was like, hey, talking about getting a Switch, no, I am definitely not going to get it because there's a bunch of you know, videos of people having problems, mm-hmm. and it just dissuaded me even more. So no, definitely not. And then I did. <laughs> So wait, Dude, how, I don't know what happened. How did it happen? <laughs> like, I want to know what's know. Uh, like. What's your, your your gateway drug here? Like, how how do you get started? <laughs> so did you, did you like like end up in a store randomly, or like was it uh, premeditated? How do you say that? Like, did you have uh, meditated? Yeah, that. I know what you did. Did you did you like think of it and or like okay? That's it. I'm buying a switch. Like, did you plan it ahead of time, or did it just happen? Mm. Like, I'm so if curious. If an this. hour is ahead of time, then yes. Uh, hmm. <laughs> so no. Okay, I'm gonna try to justify. I'm gonna try to explain, justify myself. I never. This is the first time I'm trying to do it in real time. So what happened was, I I I was tired of listening to podcasts and people telling how great <laughs> it is, and how they are loving it. And then I had to unsubscribe of, um, God damn it, what's the name of the show? The Mike Early and Vitishi and Remaster? the gaming one. Re- there you go, Remastered. I have to unsubscribe to that because it started talking about the Switch and Zelda. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I can't. Right. Um, and then a friend of mine and a friend of the show, Luis, he, like, we we usually go, like, we have lunch together because we work in the same uh, uh, part of town so he just keep mentioning the switch and i was like dude please stop don't don't do this to me stop mentioning the switch and then uh, i have i finished horizon zero dawn which uh, we talked about on the show it was this video game that i was playing on the ps4 mm-hmm. which i love and i i really need to talk about like to someone about it um <laughs> sorry so i was like i didn't and then, so a bunch of reasons. First, people are talking a lot of good things about it, and they are loving it. Second, I was not have like I was not playing anything. It was like I was in the market for a game or something to play. Third, people 
mentioning in real life. Uh, keep bringing that up. And then, <laughs> uh, last one, in a span of like three months, I'm going to travel to five countries. Like I'm going to do a lot of traveling. And the Switch is perfect for that because it's portable and you can, you know, bring it with you. And, and it has two hours of battery of... life. <laughs> <laughs> you can charge it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so all of that and the cherry on top of the cake, like the, the drop that, whatever the expression is, what tipped it over the edge was all of those tweets and like, you know, getting retweeted and a lot of new followers and I'm like, yay, let's celebrate. And I'm on the verge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Any so reason is a good this, reason to buy things. <laughs> it was a perfect storm. And then I like, there's this one store uh. that sells it, um, that it's on my commute home. Right. So I looked online if the, they had any in stock and they had two and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go there and I go to right, get it. This is happening. <laughs> By the way, um, I keep hearing uh, people on Twitter, uh, people in the US um, complaining like how they don't, they can't buy a switch because they don't have any in stock and it's super sold out right. everywhere. And I don't know if, you, yeah, you, you, you saw this as well, right? Yeah. I can finally say, I feel like this is the first time that I'm going to say this. Um, good thing that I live in Portugal because <laughs> here it never sold out. Like we huh. have switches at stores. You can just walk in and buy one. So like if I had to order one on Amazon and wait three weeks, I probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> But because I knew I can just walk over there and get one, that <laughs> made everything. See, this is why difficult. you have a shopping problem. <laughs> <laughs> damn it sorry uh this is amazing okay so what's uh tell me what's your review of it how is it okay okay um let's start with the hardware did you get the the like uh red and blue one no they didn't have that one at the um, store that i went i had yeah i only had the gray option okay. and i was not gonna wait like another hour um, yeah <laughs> Uh, no, I, I got the gray ones. So, so okay, hardware-wise. Nintendo is not a luxurious brand <laughs> by any means. It's plastic. It's it's okay. It has a fan on it, which is crazy, right? What? Um, like, not even my laptop has a fan. Um, this thing has a fan. And I've heard, like, reports and videos of people, like the little dock that you dock it into when you're plugging into the TV, like uh -huh. scratching your screen, stuff yeah. like that. So I've been super paranoid about it, like this scratching the screen or whatever. And then like there's one button that it's completely faulty. Like I have to press it really hard in, in order for it to respond. Like it's, I don't know, that button is weird. Good thing it's not a button that I use very often. Huh. <laughs> And okay. you know the little, the little uh, stand, the kickstand, the uh -huh. little thing that you have to pull a tab, the, the tab? Yeah. I, I can't for the life of me, get that to open. Yeah, I've seen videos on Twitter of people trying to keep it open, but it just seems very flimsy. Like, it seems like just a bad design. No, it's not It's not that it doesn't um, hold itself and it, it falls. That that also, yes. But I can't pull it, like, open oh. it. You know huh. when it's closed and you try to pull the tab? Right. <laughs> I can't for the life of me. And, like, I bite my nails, mm. so I don't have, like, long nails that I can... <laughs> 
anyway um so my fingers are a bit weird but i never had it like <laughs> the fact that i bite my nails would never like oh i can't use that product uh, <laughs> right <laughs> and even like i always have to ask my girlfriend or friend of mine or whatever is like it's around me like please can you open this for me because i can't <laughs> i don't know if this is a faulty model or whatever uh mm. or it's they're they're all like that but right. i can't i can't do it i it's weird could you yeah. like go back to the store and have it looked over or something? No, or, no. Right. Oh yeah, because you, you, you can't live with without it for an hour. <laughs> I know what's going on here. Probably. So continuing the review, you know how the the thing um, it comes with. Um, I don't know the, the 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 terms, but it's a little shell that you can put the Joy Cons on to use it as a classic uh, video uh, console remote. You know. Mm-hmm. Never use that, uh, ever. And then there's huh. a little tab, the thing with the straps that you can also put on the remotes. Never use that. So I feel like the best way to use the, the Joy-Cons, the remotes, is just one in each hand when it's plugged into the TV or, you know, of course, plugged when... Apparently it's super it. ergonomic too. Yeah, it, it is, it was, I was surprised because, you know, it's something that I never did. Like, right. play a video game... Yeah. With the controls, like the remote is split into two. I can, I can, I can put my hands on my back. I can just like spread it. I, whatever. Right. I can do whatever. It's super comfortable. It's yeah. I mean, it's pretty great. It's similar to the Wii, right? Where you have like the two nunchucks, but yeah. But the Wii, you had. A, I never had a Wii, so correct me if I'm wrong. But a Wii, you had a remote coming from one to the other, right? Uh, a remote. Sorry, uh, a cable. A cable. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. that's fair. So, yeah, so you were a bit limited, but but yes, it was a bit more forgivable. So uh, I mean, that's cool. The the switching between <laughs> thing, <laughs> like the mobile or plugging into the TV, is seamless and it was pretty great. Um, you had to, you had to put SD cards on, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, by the way, I didn't get the like I don't have any game cartridges because they didn't have Zelda at the <laughs> store stock and of course i wouldn't buy what? anything else so i just bought it like digitally oh so you can buy games online yeah 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 yeah, yeah. without without the sd card well you can but you only have like 25 gigs free oh, on the okay. built-in storage and zelda is like 16 gigs so <laughs> wow i guess you could have one or two games right installed but then you need an sd card hmm. uh, i had one like i was using on my gopro oh okay so as, the sd card is just for storage Yes. It's yes. not like game cartridges. No, but you also have game cartridges. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh. the game cartridges are not SD cards. Oh. Like, they're two different things. I okay. know, I know. <laughs> it's weird. This is all weird. Okay. So, uh, hardware, that's it. It's like, it's cheap. It's light. Um, it's Nintendo. It's like a Game Boy. You know, it's not... I, I think like, being used to Apple products kind of like elevates the the standard uh, right. of like good hardware design and materials and all uh but it's nintendo it's a cheap ish game console it's pretty cool uh software is like an android skin it's weird um <laughs> it's not as uh whimsy and playful as like nintendo used to be i mean it's it seems to me from the screenshots that this is uh, nintendo's best user interface ever made <laughs> i would say so yeah but then again, I skipped the Wii and the Wii U, so <laughs> I have a huge gap in Nintendo history and consoles. Wii U is pretty horrible. Um, 
We too. So I heard. So I I think if I I mean I haven't even used it, but I I think mm. that's one area where I, I would still give them a thumbs up on the software because I think in comparison to the old consoles, that's so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's funny how it is an Android thing, right? <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. The bar is very, very low. <laughs> also, like software, it's not pretty. I, I mean, it's okay. Again, it's like it won't win awards, and uh, I'm not going to take screenshots and study it and create UI kits in Sketch. Like it's it's whatever. It's uh, you can ignore it. Uh, it's nothing special. Right. Uh, and then you have a huge lack of games. You don't have games. You basically you are going to buy Zelda. You are going to buy one to Switch, which is like uh, Wii Sports, whatever it was called. Uh, it's like a game for all oh, your family, uh, where like you play, you do a lot of motion control type of stuff. It's pretty cool, actually. That's like, that's been pretty fun to play with uh, family and, and uh, people around the house, not just like. It's a game for everyone that Nintendo kind of got popular and known for with the Wii. I also uh, got this called micro clips or snippet snip clips or whatever something clips it's like a puzzle game for two uh it's okay but yeah zelda zelda so far is an awesome it's it's a it has been an awesome experience it's a pretty great game i have no idea if i'm like halfway through i'm just at start if i'm about to finish it i have no idea i just know that right i spend hours and hours just exploring doing random shit because i just feel like it it's i don't even care too much about the main storyline and the main <laughs> plot I just everyone seems to be saying that yeah it's amazing and I, how i don't know how <laughs> to explain is, it. is the main storyline boring <laughs> no it's it's okay i feel like every zelda game has the main has has the same uh plot okay, oh no the right. someone someone is uh is gonna destroy the kingdom and Princess Zelda is in trouble, and you need to save them. I feel like that's the plot every game. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it, it's the type of game that there's so much attention to detail and not like graphics or whatever. It's like the the how you can interact with the world is super intuitive, and like it rewards you. It's something that I feel like Nintendo is so good at keeping you motivated and like that sense of discoverability. Like even if I'm not doing any quests, I'm just like, you know, dicking around and I see a huge mountain and I'm like, oh my God, I really want to climb to the top of that mountain. No reason whatsoever. Just because, you know, you want to climb to the tallest mountain just because. And you're going to do it. And it's going to take you like 15, 20 minutes to climb that huge mountain. And then you get to the top. And guess what? There's like a chest with some treasure and some weapons, kick-ass mm. weapons. Nice. You're like, yay, I was rewarded for this thing that <laughs> it was not even part of the main game or whatever. I just wanted to. And now I can like glide down this mountain, which is always so satisfying. Yeah. It's, it's a great, great game. I always hate games where you can't interact with half of the things in the world. And this mm-hmm. seems like the total opposite of that. Like you can do whatever with, with anything you see on the screen, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it's stuff like, okay, so you see a tree and there's an apple on top of the tree. You can climb the tree and pick up, pick up the apple. You can, you can like right. bash it with a hammer, the tree and the apple will fall to the ground. And we can pick it up. You can cut the tree down. And 
you know, the tree is going to come down and you can pick up the apple and then you can destroy the tree trunk to get wood. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, stuff like that. Like, for example, if you, you can shoot an arrow and kill, let's say, like a deer and then you get meat, right? Um, if you throw an arrow, like a fire arrow, you're gonna, the meat is going to come cooked. Whoa. Like burn. And yeah, if you, if you throw a, like an ice arrow... The meat is going to be frozen. Yeah. I've been having fun. Um, <laughs> hashtag Kevin was right, but hashtag Rafa has no regrets. <laughs> uh, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> no regrets. Okay. So uh, I have to confess something. <laughs> you got a switch? I did not buy a switch. Um, <laughs> but I bought something else. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you want to take a guess? Hmm. Are you looking at it right now? No. This is hard. Is it related to anything we talked about? Mm, I don't know. I can't say. You bought an iPad? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you lost. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I bought a LG Ultrafine 5K display. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow, wow. And you're not looking at it right now? So you haven't, no. uh, haven't arrived? Well, yet. so I was very motivated. And in a similar fashion as you were, I was like, okay, I am going to get this. Like, I'm going to the store. I want it now. Like, I went really early this morning, super ready to get it. Uh, go to the Apple store. And then obviously, like, there were still already people there. Um, so I had to wait, like, basically half an hour for an Apple employee to, like, there help me and <laughs> answer my questions so one thing that i noticed was that uh in the display area that they have in the apple store the 5k display is they have two of them and one is hooked to a mac mini <laughs> the other one is hooked to a mac pro none of these computers <laughs> can, can drive this display <laughs> So you have the 5K display and it's all pixelated. <laughs> it runs at like the shitty resolution. Wow. So yeah, I asked him like, hey, can, can you plug in a MacBook Pro into this so <laughs> I can see the actual resolution of this? And the answer was basically no. They don't They don't have spare MacBook Pros lying around. And all wow. the like existing MacBook Pros that they have on, on like the floor are just like locked uh, to the, mm -hmm. the tables and everything. So... Couldn't, couldn't try it out. Couldn't see the actual proper resolution. Um, so, but I was like, okay, who am I kidding? Like, <laughs> I, I already convinced myself to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, do you have those in, in stock? Because uh, I was like, oh, let me look. And I was like, oh, no, we don't have them in stock at all. Oh, uh, he's like, yeah, you're going to have to order it, order it online. So I was like, damn. So, but... Uh, I then I came home and that's what I did. I ordered it, uh, paid with Apple Pay, everything. Should receive it by the time the show comes out uh, next week. Okay, uh, which is pretty good. So keep an eye on Kevin's uh, Twitter feed thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I will definitely post about it. So okay, I guess you're wondering why. <laughs> uh, why did I buy this? And I'm still w also wondering why <laughs> to a certain extent. 
what happened? But, okay, I was I was thinking about this. I, I was I was like listening to a lot of podcasts, like ATP and stuff like that. Looking at the announcements that ha- Apple made recently, I was expecting an iMac to be released, like mm. around those times. No iMac got released, and like it's getting really. Like I, I really feel the need for it because I only have a laptop here. And it's just 13 inch, and whenever I want to work from home, it's just like such a pain to work from a, a 13 inch all day. I just I just hate it. Like it's fine, I can do it, but it's it's not great. And I've been getting like more work done, like trying to be more productive on photo edit in the last few weeks. And I was like, okay, if I had a display, I could work much faster. And I, I was thinking about it and it feels like with Apple these days, like it's just hard to know when they're going to release things. I know, right? And it's like, okay, when could they possibly release this? Either they release an updated iMac with just updated USB-C ports around the back, which is like fine, but not a huge upgrade over the current uh, iMac. Or... They're probably not going to release it at WWDC either. So, like, would that wait then till September or October? I was like, I can't, I can't wait till October to get a, a, a new display slash computer. Um, so I was like, all right, do I buy a new iMac or do I buy a new display? So I was looking at both, and I was like, you know what? If I get a if I get an iMac, like, it's not gonna work with all my USB C cables. Like I'm trying to convert everything to USB C, uh, having mm. more and more stuff that is USB C compatible, and also comparing it in the store. Um, I was like, you know what? The the display doesn't look that offensive in the end, and also <laughs> looking at it next to the iMac, what happened to you, man? It really made me realize how how much bezel there is around the iMac compared to mm-hmm. the LG display. So like, oh, you know what? Like I feel like you could get used to this. And the LG display is way more way cheaper than the like an iMac um, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like I, I could get a baseline iMac with that is would be roughly the same price, a little bit more expensive. But like I wouldn't get that iMac. I'd get the like top spec, top of the line iMac, mm-hmm. and I would be fairly expensive. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me buy this uh, the LG display. It's like a thousand bucks. It's not too bad. Let me use it for a week, then make a decision <laughs> if I still sure. want to keep it. Uh, I still reserve that option. Okay. I might change my mind, sure. but I don't. I don't think I will. Uh, and, and then use the LG display until they release a proper, like r- significant redesign or refresh to the iMac. And then if I want to get the iMac, I'll just sell the display and buy the iMac. All right. Okay. Yeah, even though I love my iMac, uh, I love the, it's the new P3 color gamut screen, whatever, a screen is great. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend you to buy one now. This iMac doesn't support target this mode, so you can't yeah. use just the display. I'm yeah, assuming exactly. in the next revision or whatever, if it supports Thunderbolt, three in USB-C type thing. Have you ever used um, uh, an iMac in target display mode though? No, I had two iMacs. It's terrible. 
both of them are the ones that don't support that. <laughs> right. Okay. So the one I have right now used to work in target display mode with my MacBook Pro, my old one. And it's ter- a terrible experience because you have to have the iMac be turned on, which like does make sense, mm-hmm. but also logged into like the user, like one user profile or whatever. And uh, what happens is that basically you have to have a keyboard and mouse connected to mm-hmm. that computer to be able to log in and everything and move stuff around. Uh, but then basically you have to have a, another set of keyboard and mouse to control your laptop, even though it's, it's being connected to the iMac screen because the, the keyboard is okay. connected to the iMac behind it. And what, ha- what happens right. for s- some reason, when you connect um, MacBook Pro to an iMac, the br- display brightness goes to full 100%. And you can't use any of the keys on the keyboard for your laptop to control those. You have to use the ones okay. from the iMac keyboard. So it's just it's just like a gotcha. big pain in the butt. And in I found that in real life, it was so inconvenient that I, like, I hated doing it every single time. Um, so I would not recommend buying an iMac as a display because it's uh, like, to me it's the the last resort. Uh, mm-hmm. It's much better to use the iMac as is if you have it. So uh, yeah, so I bought the display. Um, so we'll see. I will. Uh, I reserve the rights to give a full review when I get it. Uh, <laughs> but Sounds good. Right now, I am pretty excited to to get it and looking forward to uh, being more productive in my side projects because of it. So yeah, that's it. Cool. Looking forward to hear what you know. What do what do you think of it? Cool. Hey, uh, you know what? I think we did it. We just had a full show just on follow up. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Congratulations, buddy. We did it. Boom. Are we uh, a real true podcasters now? <laughs> I think so. We should uh, we should get a, a gold, I don't know, gold mic or something. You're going to say a gold play button? Or yeah, what? yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was trying to find the podcasting equivalent of that. Gold headphones. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I remember you said you were watching Westworld. Uh, yeah. Yes. How are you liking it? Uh, are you done with it? Almost. So I'm on episode hmm. nine. Um, oh, so there's only one more then. Only one more episode to go. I wanted to just give it a, a quick update because I've been watching it like back to back, basically like watching an episode and a half a day or so. Um, what the, the the kids say, uh, binge watching it. Uh, well, uh, and watching one a day is not really binge watching. Yeah, I guess it's not really binge watching it. But I mean, I have a job, <laughs> I have stuff to do with my life. Um, but uh, doing as best that I can, like any free time that is not spent on uh, side project is spent watching Westworld. And I have to say, I found the first five episodes very long and very boring. <laughs> And I hmm. and I don't know if it's a common thing or if it, I'm just weird like that, but I I was just like, where is this going? Like, when is the story gonna start? I like, there's a bunch of characters here and they're all doing different things, but w- like, what? Like, what is happening? Like, when do I start caring about anything happening? Like, 
was like all interesting to see the different storylines, but I was just like, it didn't seem like there was any any drama or anything. Yeah, you're weird. <laughs> okay, I was just like, I, I really questioned like, do I, do I keep watching this? Like, interesting. <laughs> this is gonna be like this all the way through. But um, if you're also in this weird situation where you haven't watched Westworld yet and you've had it recommended by a lot of people and you watched the first episode and didn't really like it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm weeding out a lot of people here in this category, but uh, I say uh, keep keep going because it gets good around okay. episode six. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so this, this is where it gets good. And to be honest, I think you, I could have started at maybe episode five and would have been fine. No. And like, I wouldn't have missed anything. <laughs> no. Um, well, would have okay, missed just, much. Just you wait. Just you wait. Okay, maybe it was... it's all going to connect at the end. And it's going to be amazing. Maybe. But right now, like, I, I am enjoying it. And I am liking it. I will watch for sure the next season. But it was just so long for it to get to anything. But yeah, now it's really good. And I cannot wait to see the finale. So... Yeah, interesting. <laughs> That's my update. To be honest, on, on I I'm gonna say this is one of those things that I, I will never know because I I can't go back to the state in where like I never experienced Westworld. Right. <laughs> so I but but I am gonna say that this is a show that is best enjoyed watching one episode a week because part of what I loved about this show was the in-between uh, thinking of theories and reading threads on Reddit and theories on the internet and everyone trying to like go frame by frame and try and decode <laughs> everything that would happen. Like, I feel like that was part of the Right. Magic. Yeah, so, I completely missed that. <laughs> and I yeah, think that's, that was... So maybe it If you did watch it again or like get someone and have them watch it without looking at these theories and everything... My guess is they would probably have the same conclusion as I have, which is like, mm-hmm. these first episodes are very boring. <laughs> but I'm sure there's lots of tiny de- little details in them and lots of things that connect and interesting ideas in there. But yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a weird TV show. One, one thing that I want to ask you, and I don't know, feel free to not answer if there is mm-hmm. going to be any spoilers in the answer. Uh, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm getting pretty far along in, in the show and still haven't had any answers to, to those questions. But I'm very interested about the um, mechanics of how things work in this uh, like crazy world. Um, so hmm. like, here's what I think so far. Like my the way. Wait, should should this be a spoiler spoiler slot? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Okay, spoiler alert. Uh, spoilers. There, there may or may not be spoilers. Uh, Rafa can't say any spoilers, but I can. Um, so if you watch uh, episode nine, then you're good. Uh, if, probably if, a lot of people. If you haven't watched episode nine yet, then then you should stop listening. The way that I see the the world is that like Westworld is this real life world that exists on somewhere on planet earth 
and they have created these robots that look and feel like humans. They're programmed. They have flesh and blood and everything, but they're robots that you can that are voice controlled. So far, so good. Yes. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> you see them uh, go to the West World uh, and and grab hosts all of the time to repair them, to change them, to update them. But they what they do is they basically they go in the story, they grab them, and then they bring them to like their basement or something, <laughs> and then they fix them up, and then they go and bring them back. One thing, however, it seems like that that whole process of like going and getting the actual robot and bringing it, it happens for every host, but not Dolores. Dolores like somehow magically appears in the basement uh, and then goes back to her story all the time, and I don't know why. So is that something that I will learn at some point, or is this just a mystery that like we still don't know like what? what's gonna happen i'm just gonna say that dolores gets repaired as well in you know is people go and bring her back to the lab and do stuff even though you'd never see it you never see okay. like dolores right being dragged around naked <laughs> and thrown into a pile of robots yeah, yeah. that that happens oh, okay okay all right Okay. And probably like people like Dolores. People like Dolores a lot because she she's uh I think they mentioned this on the first episode. She's like one of the oldest hosts in the park, right. if not the yeah. old the the oldest host in the park. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, th- there's nothing there. That happens. They just decide not to show you. Okay. That in, in the, on the show. But so, sure. Like you see you see her getting shot in the first episode and all, right? Um, right. Being dragged by the the man in the black hat or whatever, yeah, um, yeah, no, that happens. That okay, happens. she's not that super special. Um, <laughs> she is so, a robot. Second thing, well, I wasn't wondering if she's a robot or not, but for a while I was wondering, like, wait a minute, <laughs> no, like, are they putting on like VR goggles or something like that? It's just like a really fancy, <laughs> like, virtual reality environment, but. It seems like no, like this is they are in a real space. Yes, they are in a real space. Actually, there was one episode, I'm pretty sure that it was, you know, it was not on like the last episode, the finale for sure. Someone said, like, okay, I'm gonna go back to the VR tank. Mm. <laughs> this is like episode, I'm gonna say like five or six, and this just started a whole web of theories, and right? Stuff, like, oh my god, well, yeah, because I, I was also wondering that, like. <laughs> Because because they, they have but the whole three no. D map of everything where they see things in real time, so I was like, yeah. oh, maybe this actually you can see in one of the mountains when when like if you are in Westworld, you know there uh-huh. like Westworld, <laughs> Texas and all. One of the mountains that's where the whole facility is. Oh, huh. Interesting. Yeah, so there's like they didn't want to like show you like shove it in your face, but it's not hidden. Like there's if right. you look carefully at some schematics, okay. some maps, or whatever, you can see that there's like an actual mountain in Westworld. That that's like inside the mountain. That's where all the labs and stuff. Is. Right, right, so, right, right. Yes, it is a physical world. By the way, it's not on the moon or whatever. There was a lot of theories <laughs> on that on the as moon? well. Um, <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. Actually, we don't know. To be know. fair, I never thought that. <laughs> we don't know, actually. 
so that's theory is still out there. Right. This could be in the moon or Mars or whatever. Sure. We don't know. Mars is <laughs> more <laughs> likely than the moon. But all right. Okay. Um, so okay. my second one is, well, I don't know. I feel like, and maybe this is, I should go back and watch it again, but um, I was very curious about like the fact that the hosts can't hurt the normal people. So at first I thought that they had somehow like, I, I don't even know, like if, if they're in the real, real world, then like they can get hurt and theoretically they yes. could die. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I feel like it's on the website and like immediately after episode one or two was out, there's this, you could see the, uh, like almost like the contract of that you had, you would have to sign in order to enter Westworld as huh. a guest, something like that. And one of the things that you could take away from that is that the hosts, they will do everything in order to protect the guests. Even if let's say another guest would shoot a guest, right? Mm -hmm. The hosts would like throw in front of the bullet, like oh, they would catch the bullet for you. Huh. So they will do everything that they can in order to to protect you. But you can die, like you can fall a cliff, you can die. Right. And a uh, funny thing, like I feel like in the contract is like if you die, West like the organization can keep your body and use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> like get your organs or whatever to you know create new robots or I don't know. Um, so actually, okay. because of that, uh -huh. there was this theory going on that every single host is a, the body of an old guest that died. Right. That's like, <laughs> super weird. Anyway. Huh. Interesting. Is, in right. is that what people tune in for? <laughs> uh, probably. I don't know. I, I oh, just yeah. have more questions to ask. I think I have one one or two more. Uh, didn't we see, uh, again, like, <laughs> at, at any point in this, feel free to uh, plead the fifth, <laughs> not answer my questions okay. but didn't we see like the i don't remember his name like the the guy dressed in black didn't he get shot a bunch mm. of times at, in the beginning yes by um what's his name the uh dolores boyfriend teddy right and that's the thing that uh guests can't i mean hosts can't hurt guests so teddy was shooting at him but he's a guest so those bullets are not going to do anything to him. But how? <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't matter. Blanks. I don't know. I don't so, know. Like, yeah, sure. The we gun know. magically knows which person it's aiming at and then somehow sure. switches <laughs> to blank bullets? Sure. <laughs> okay. That's I don't know. Weird. I don't know. All right. And what was my last question? Oh, yeah. My last question is, do we ever learn how long the loops are? Because that's not super clear to me. Like when uh, it, when do we reset this? How long do depends. the people stay in the West World? It depends on the host. So there are hosts that have uh, like a one day long loop and they just hmm. keep repeating. There are hosts that go on storylines that can take like weeks. Like, you know, some adventures and, that you can uh, go with. with uh, this. Interesting. I know. So it really depends on the storyline. There's no set limit or whatever that we know of. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's all part of this one puzzle that, you know. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Cool. Go watch the last episode, dude. I'll, I'll <laughs> give you right. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing after this. 
So cool. Awesome. Thanks for your answers. And hopefully that no was interesting problem. to the listeners. <laughs> no problem. Uh, before we go, you want to give, uh, do we have recommendations? I, I don't. Go watch Westworld and go play Zelda. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't really have a recommendation. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Dude, thanks for this. I will not talk to you next week. No. Because I'm going to be out. Have a good vacation. Sure it, we, we'll do. I will really try to to just try to disconnect as much as I can. Although I know there's Wi-Fi. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. He's going to be disconnecting and playing Zelda uh, on the beach. No, 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 no. I'm not going to play video games at the hotel on uh paradisiac is that a word i don't know how to say that in like in paradise on a beach <laughs> i'm not going to be playing nintendo switch all right <laughs> cool cool if again uh, just um recap if you want to win um if you want to get a chance to win a pair of sketch socks leave us a, a review on itunes do that and in two weeks time we're gonna go through it and pick one our favorite um if you want to listen to more shows you can go to spec.fm they have awesome shows if you want to get on our slack thing you can go to spec.fm slash slack request an invite you get in you go to the layout channel we are there you can talk to us um not me though because i'm going to be on vacation i'm going to try not go to, to Slack. but Ke- uh, kevin will will answer and um of course if you want to uh see the show notes in all of our episodes you can go to layout.fm if you want to get in touch with us on the twitters we are at layout.fm over there <laughs> all right I'll, I'll talk to you soon yeah bye bye